I wish I'd only had 15 minutes of shame in my life. I've had, I've had at least 15 days of shame. The clock is running. The clock is running. Ben's running the clock. We got 15 minutes to shame the living shit out of some people who justifiably deserve it. Wow. I'm Walter Cronkite, CBS <laughs> News. Good night. Ben Kitchen and uh, Bill the Legend Smitty Man. <laughs> the Legend. Bill Smith. That's right. Thank you. Uh where, where do we start? There's so much shame in the world right now. There's so much bad going on. Where, where do we start? Who I'll wants start. To, I'll want start. To start. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Smitty, this time. I was, in, you know, I visited uh, an office in Waltham. I got in the elevator with a man and a woman. He was masked. She was double masked. You didn't fart, did you? No, no. But I was not masked, and there was no mandate to <laughs> wear the say. mask. So I, I just, I got in the elevator. I didn't think, uh, I didn't give it a second thought. Yeah. Well, as soon as the door closed, she got annoyed. She kind of like, and she looked at me. She said, would you please mask up? Oh, shut up. Mask up. Seriously? So I ignored her. Should have gone right in front of her and gone. I I smiled. I figured, okay, I'm only going up three floors. (laughs) Breathe heavy. She did nothing. Anyway, she then becomes shrill. She says, you are endangering us. Please put on your mask. Yeah. Well, I got annoyed and I asked, I said, have you gotten the shot? She said, I'm fully vaccinated. I said, yeah. and you're wearing double mask. Right, right. I said, I'm no danger to you. You're paranoid. Well, she says, well, I'm not having this conversation with you. I'm going to go find, the doors open up. She says, I'm going to go find security. And she stomps off. And I thought, what the fuck? <laughs> and I turned around and there's the other guy behind me. We have eye contact. He says, uh, Karen. Karen, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. all he said. Mm-hmm. Right, Karen. you should have, you know, you pushed her buttons in the elevator. <laughs> you pushed, and you know, you know what you should have done? Given her the shaft. I got elevator jokes. I do. Oh, God, yeah. I do. Because I found in my life that elevator jokes open all kinds of doors for me. Here he goes. <laughs> and you can make it to the top hey, you know, you know, in that business. You really can. You know, Hopefully. today I was in my front yard. I was leaf blowing and raking the leaves. I got a lot of them. As you know, I'm surrounded by trees here. Yeah. So we got a carpet of leaves out there. On the... Did you ever blow one leaf? Just once. <laughs> Just that once. <laughs> Did you pat well, him on the head first? I noticed a guy comes by on a bike. Leaf Garrett. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. And he's yeah. wearing a mask. On the bike. Yeah, so yeah, these are the people I'm, I'm shaming. I'm, yeah. I, I, yeah, you I mean, should. What the hell's going on with the mask? You should. And then about 20 minutes later, three women come running by. They've got their little designer masks on. Yeah. But they're jogging with the masks on. It, see that? It, it makes you look like a fool, I think. You know, First of all, if you're vaccinated... Isn't that the reason you, you don't you're not scared anymore of other people who are unvaccinated? Hey, it makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense. Just, oh Christ, Ben! I wasn't scared to begin with. NPR uh, took some heat Tuesday after their report that uh, Asian American new mayor of Boston Michelle Wu's election was considered quote a disappointment to oh. some uh, for being chosen over black candidates. Jesus. Michelle Wu, an Asian American, is the first woman and first person of color elected to lead the city. While many are hailing it as a turning point, others see it more as of a disappointment that all the three black candidates couldn't even come close, NPR tweeted. Now, is this NPR that we pay for with taxpayer money? Yeah, they get some of it. And then they, they beg kind of for are, more. Aren't yeah. they supposed to be apolitical because of that? You would think. Anyway. Yeah, but they use our money against us. So they wiped out the tweet, I guess, because it wasn't popular. Uh, and the linked article says, cheers and some letdown as first elected woman and person of color becomes Boston mayor. Well, how can you say, okay, well, this isn't the right color, person of color? No, I don't know. The whole I mean, identity politics is just so stupid. Let me ask you something. You're white, right, Ben? Uh, apparently. Uh, Bill, you're white. I'm white. I'm white. I'm a white man. Can, we, can yes. any of us, is, first of all, is white a color? 
Why well, not? Beige. Or is it the absence no, you know of it is? color? It's not so much the color as it is the group. If you belong to the group, yeah. you, know, you know, if you're a white person, you belong to that white group. Well, you're a bad person. But you know that to make someone automatically a racist because of their skin color well, isn't fair. Critical uh, race theory—that's what CRT is all about. A couple of texts, uh, tweets after the tweet came out from NPR. Uh, Noah Rothman, just some guy. Yeah. Interesting. Which firsts are hailed as indicative of social transformation, and which are caveated and contextualized into oblivion? Right, it's a first. I was a going first to say that. Yeah, color, but it's oh, it's white color. Okay, well then, then does it count or yeah. what? I don't know. Here's another one from Noah Pollock. The only other group of people I can think of that is this obsessed with skin color is the KKK. <laughs> That's the way and it looks, doesn't it? Talking yeah. to NPR, you know, like they got this thing. Everything has to be related to that, and I, it makes me kind of sad and, yeah. and sick. It's not even so much a skin color thing. It's more of this hero complex. Everyone needs to be saved, and we're the ones that can do it. And, and if you're a victim, can't believe then other people don't see that. Your quest is noble if you're a victim. But they're eventually they're going to run out of, well, first astronaut of color, first person to climb Mount Everest. Okay, let's get to the point where it doesn't matter. First person to do this. The first qualified person. I, yeah. it's just, it's, it just makes me sad. I have another one. You want one? You, want, you got one? But I that, got one. Well, you got there, Ben. I'd like to shame Saturday Night Live. Oh, that. SNL. I watch Saturday Night Live every week. I love Saturday Night so, Live. so, Ben. Come on. Um, and, you know, it goes through its ebbs and flows. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's not, you know, for stretches at a time. And even when it's a bad stretch, there's usually a good sketch or two. But Saturday Night, it was one of the worst, most pandering sketches. Now, Saturday Night Live has always done political stuff. Sure. And for a long time, they didn't really care which side it was. They were going to find a way to make fun of right. it. Right. Whether from Ford, Gerald Carter, Ford, Car yes, all through Reagan, and you know the great sketches with Phil Hartman as uh, uh, Bill Clinton. Yep. They would rip them all. This has gotten to a point where it's so pandering left yeah. that it is nauseating. And here's the worst part. I don't think they realize it. Not funny. Yeah. That's like, the saddest part, is that it's not funny. And it's they're just, not even trying to do impressions in the sketches. No, just ridicule. It, it's just it's pretty shameful and bad. And then, so what happened was, you know, relatively famous comedian who's a huge podcaster, Tim Dillon, mm -hmm. just put out a tweet basically saying, like, you know, that was lazy and hackish, and it wasn't funny. Right. And Michael Shea, who does Weekend Update, who's a decent comedian, he's not that great, but he's a decent comedian, he, he took exception to it and just started ripping on... And Tim Dillon and got out of control. and was like, you put out hacky, unfunny shit. It's shit. What do you think's going to happen it's to not you? Funny. Yeah. Hello. That's and, the bottom and if line. You pander not funny. so far. It, if it didn't work, it didn't work. You tried to rip both sides. Whatever doesn't work. But it's a comedy. Show. Can I tell you? You got to focus on the funny first instead of trying to get ever whatever your dumb bullshit messages. Right. You're a comedy writer. Funny's funny. If you watch Gutfeld, I mean, he's he's on the right, but he's funny. You know, it, it, it. I don't know. I haven't watched Saturday Night Live, and I swear to God, this is true, in 10 years. Why? Because it's not funny. Okay. Yeah. That's the reason it, it, that I don't watch it. All right. A Chicago-based uh, record label CEO has been fired after he and his wife were accused of setting up hidden cameras inside their home to capture nude video and pictures of their children's nanny. Oh, <laughs> Michael Johnston, co-founder of the label Audio Tree and owner of venues Shubas and Lincoln Hall. I don't know what they are, the places that people play. Uh, he was removed from his position as president and CEO Saturday following the allegations. The label said Johnston is no longer a member of the Audio Tree team. 
The civil suit against Johnston and his wife, Kelly Halverston, was first reported by NBC5 in Chicago. The two women were hired by the couple. They were both graduates of recent graduates of DePaul University, their attorney told the TV station. The women were known as Jane Doe and Julie Doe, because they obviously don't want to reveal their names in these court yeah. filings. The couple asked the two women to house, seat, house sit uh, for them in January 2020 while they went on vacation, according to the civil suit, and encouraged them to use the jacuzzi bathtub. So meanwhile, they set up the security cameras <laughs> in some discreet locations. They had one of them in a picture frame that was aimed at the bathtub. <laughs> and they, they set these cameras up in the master bedroom and encouraged them to use the jacuzzi. Uh, they, um, geez, this is unbelievable. The, both were in on this. Yeah, they well, both both the girls were were, were house sitting and taking care of uh, the kids and the you know all the. No, stuff. I mean the the mom and oh, dad the mo- were the both mom and the in dad, on this, yeah, according to the, to the lawsuit. So, the uh, Jane Doe discovered a hidden a camera hidden inside a picture frame aimed at the bathtub. According to the report, she searched the house, discovered two other hidden cameras, one in the bathroom and the other in a bedroom. According to court documents, oh boy, these are some voyeuristic uh, assholes here for sure. Johnston appeared in court, ba ba ba, charged with unauthorized video recording in a bathroom. It's a separate crime for that now. Of course there is, but uh, did they find the uh, the tape or the video? Uh, let's apparently they must have. Uh, the uh, Jane Doe was hired in December 2019 as a home manager, child caretaker, and personal assistant for the couple. Mm. Julie Doe was employed as a nanny for the couple's friends. The women allege in the civil suit that the couple secretly videotaped them undressing and bathing using spy cameras. Eisenberg told the station Jane Doe was asked during her second week working for the couple to organize boxes in their bedroom closets. She discovered one box held sex toys and the other held uh, sexual paraphernalia. The station reported Eisenberg said that Jane Doe believes the discovery was part of a grooming process. A grooming, yeah. yeah they were okay. getting groomed, oh. you know. <laughs> now... You know, I'm not above uh, this kind of behavior. I have what? La- Excuse I- me. Well, wait a minute. I have ladders. <laughs> what are you admitting to I, right now? Peeping right. Tom. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have ladders, and and I have you know I've had in my lifetime had neighbors. You know, a couple of sisters lived down the street from me. They were you know, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I. Okay, no, I'm making this up. <laughs> it's like you're like George McFly from Back to the Future. <laughs> Jesus, he's Christ. a peeping Tom. That was one of the great scenes of all time. Um, Anyway, so that's uh, how much time we got left, Ben. I always do this time. Four minutes. Four minutes left. Four minutes. Okay, I got another mask one. Do, that do, you, me. do you need another? Uh, no, I got another person I, to be I, shamed. I got, I got more because I got a gross one. Oh, I like gross ones. All right, you want to hear about this? Go, Ben. Yes. Uh, there was a uh, rock festival. It was called Welcome to Rockville Festival at the Daytona International Speedway, oh. where a band I've never heard of, but probably fairly popular with young idiots. Uh, this band called Brass Against was uh, in the middle of performing their set, and they were performing the song Wake Up. It was a cover of Rage Against the Machines' uh, song Wake Up, when she and the band apparently invited a guy that's in the front row to come up on stage, lay down. I saw this video. Is is this urine-related? receive a golden shower. Ah. She gets the guy. He lays down on his back. He's a big, fat guy. No, he yeah, he's laying down on his back. And, and then she squatted over his face and let it rip, and just pissed in his face. <laughs> yes, to the point at one point you apparently can see on the video. I haven't watched the video. I, I I've the seen video. the still I, frames. I, yes. I couldn't believe it. Was to a point where at one point you can see the guy spitting it up like a fountain. Oh! She really did it, and then she yells at him, "Get the get this guy the fuck up!" She's gonna say it's a pretty impressive, impressive flow from these stream uh, still images. I'm looking. Well, have you ever seen the porn star Annie Sprinkles? <laughs> no. Oh, I'll tell you about that some other time. <laughs> she. 
that was her trademark in every single movie she was in. That's why they called her Annie Sprinkles. Man, this girl had no it's shame. Disgusting. She just did it and was proud. And she of picked it. this one guy out. And she said, "You're in luck." <laughs> <laughs> You're in. All right, I got I got a, a couple things. If, excuse me for being political on this. What is it, Mike? You had two minutes and thirty seconds. That's it. That's it. <clears throat> Two minutes and 30 okay. seconds, Mike, of politics. They just got the numbers in. In the fiscal 2021, 1. 1.7 million illegal immigrants came across the border. Compared yes. to the year before, 400,000. So who are you shaming? So, uh, 1.3 million more people <laughs> came through the border. Uh, it, it, you know, it, it, maybe they were enticed by the, you know, the, uh, the, the, the thought that maybe they could get money out of this. You know, the, of course, the and free stuff. Yep. Um, but here's the killer on this. Page 1647. Of Biden's BBB, his Build Back Better uh, program. This is page one thousand. What? It's, it's it's buried in this gigantic bill. Oh yeah, one thousand six hundred forty-seven was the page number. I see. The BBB has dropped the need for a social security number for kids who are going to receive the child money, uh, the child tax credit money. And that's uh, that's in the bill, or is that the law? It's now? in the bill that they don't have to have a social security number to collect the money if you're a kid. You can just be any kid who came across the border at any time. You're a kid, so your family, your mom and dad, who might have brought you across the border illegally, are going to get a $300 a month tax credit per kid. It's going to cost the government and the taxpayers of America $2.3 billion to accommodate people who have basically just surged across our our borders and invaded the country illegally for this very purpose yeah. to collect money from the U.S. government. No, no, which they collect we money from us. That's which we them. supply. Yeah. What if you're a kid and you've been to south of the border? You know, if you're going down to Miami on 95. Yeah, you get that money. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm willing to dress up as a kid and try to. <laughs> I I don't mind doing that if you can get three hundred dollars a month. People do a lot of things for three hundred dollars a month. But the idea is that wait a minute, this money's for American kids, yeah. American citizens, paid for by American taxpayers. If you're going to say the child tax credit, how much time we got left? Thirty seconds. That's it. If you're going to say in America, a tax credit Whoa. should be something against taxes you pay. No human and if you is, don't pay taxes, then why are you getting $300? It's just a present from Joe Biden. No human is illegal. That's what the sign says on people's lawns. Did you ever see that? You know what Joe Biden should do? What? Sell his used underwear, complete with uh, or replete with, <laughs> you know, whatever happens to be in them. Uh, as souvenirs. And use that money to give it's good to, to know that he actually does yes. wipe. Okay, we'll be back with more. Wipe with his underwear? We'll be back with more skid marks next week. Come on, man.